0: Welcome, everyone. It's Sunday, June 23rd edition of Living Life. You know, I was counseling a dad just recently, and in tears, he was crying out and saying, Pastor, you got to pray for me. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? He said, my son, he just will not turn around from his life of drugs and partying and there's a lot going on and so I say hey so what how how long has this been going on he said it's about five years I'm like wow that's a long time and he said in five years I did everything that I could I prayed for him I counseled him I even took him to other counselors there's so many things that I've been doing but yet this guy just will not leave his life of drugs and partying." yeah I know there's some of you out there that might be identifying with this situation with your kids and you know He said, there's only one thing I could do now is I just need to put my hands up and pray for him and give him to God. You know, and he's going to have to figure things out on his own. Uh, There's going to be certain things that he's going to learn and come to realize how difficult it is when he does not obey and go in the ways of God. And I said, you know, sometimes that's the only thing left. That's basically what's going on today in our passage. Israel is going their own way, not caring about God's ways, and now they're about to face judgment. Let's take a look at the text today.
1: Jeremiah chapter 19, verses 1 through 15. This is what the Lord says, Go and buy a clay jar from a potter. Take along some of the elders of the people and of the priests. And go out to the valley of Ben Hinnom, near the entrance of the potsherd gate. There proclaim the words I tell you, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, you kings of Judah and people of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Listen. I am going to bring a disaster on this place that will make the ears of everyone who hears of it tingle. For they have forsaken me and made this a place of foreign gods. They have burned incest in it to gods that neither they nor their ancestors nor the kings of Judah ever knew. And they have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built the high places of Baal to burn their children in the fire as offerings to Baal. Something I did not command or mention, nor did it enter my mind. So beware, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when people will no longer call this place Topheth, or the Valley of ben hinnom but the Valley of Slaughter. In this place I will ruin the plans of Judah and Jerusalem. I will make them fall by the sword before their enemies at the hands of those who want to kill them, and I will give their carcasses as food to the birds and the wild animals." I will devastate this city and make it an object of horror and scorn. All who pass by will be appalled and will scoff because of all its wounds. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and daughters, and they will eat one another's flesh, because their enemies will press the seas so hard against them to destroy them. Then break the jar while those who go with you are watching. And say to them, This is what the Lord Almighty says, I will smash this nation and this city just as this potter's jar is smashed and cannot be repaired. They will bury the dead in Topheth until there is no more room. This is what I will do to this place and to those who live here, declares the Lord. I will make this city like Topheth. The houses in Jerusalem and those of the kings of Judah will be defiled like this place, Topheth all the houses where they burned incense on the roofs, to all the starry hosts, and pour out drink offerings to other gods. Jeremiah then returned from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, and stood in the court of the Lord's temple and said to all the people, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says, Listen, I am going to bring on the city and all the villages around it every disaster I pronounced against them, because they were stiff necked and would not listen to my words.
0: So, right now we're in Jeremiah chapter 19, verses 1 to 15. And you know, God is such a merciful God. You know, He continues to forgive us, He continues to be gracious unto us. But also, we got to have the heart to repent, right, guys? I mean, This kind of thing goes two ways. We're in a relationship. This is not a religion. We're in a relationship with God. And so if God extends grace and mercy, which he has done over Israel's history, Israel ought to respond by turning away from their wicked ways. And this is where I think God is starting to feel a little frustrated and letting Israel know Grace could only be extended to a certain point before you start receiving the judgment and the consequences for your sin. Isn't that true, though, for anything? You know, there's, there's always grace. But when we continue on and we keep abusing grace, there's going to be a time when we're going to have to pay for those dues. And that's exactly where they're at right now. Now, what is going on here? What is going on in this passage? Why are they being judged? Well, they're going after foreign gods. They're going after the foreign culture. They're doing things that are sinful. They're living a sinful lifestyle. And God has just been, he's just saying enough. And this is what he says in verse 4. For they have forsaken me. This is bottom line. For they have forsaken me and made this place of foreign gods. They have burned incense into, into in it to gods that neither they nor their ancestors nor the king of Judah ever knew. And they have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. So basically, what's going on is they have forsaken the, forsaken God. So basically, they forgot about God. They forgot about their own Lord. They forgot about the God who has created them. They turned their back on them and they're going after foreign things. Why? Because they're pretty much being influenced by foreign pleasures and desires. They're being influenced by the things of the flesh and the religious culture or the norm of the day that has been highlighted by their pagan or their secular culture. And isn't that the temptation of today? Let's really think about that. Let's really think about that. How much of our society's norms, cultures and values, how much of that is influencing our thoughts and our desires today? A lot. I'm just going to highlight one basic modern thing. And I'm just going to say this one thing. It's called Instagram. Instagram. It could be good. But it could be absolutely evil and crippling if we do not regulate it. If we are consumed by it. Because in it is all the wonderful things of this world. Whether it's food, whether it's vacation destination, whether it's good-looking people or perfect bodies and abs, whatever it is, there's so many things going on in Instagram and people are spending hours and hours and hours looking at it, thinking I want more and more and more of it until it finally becomes Your God. And then, without you really even knowing it, you are worshipping the things on it. You are chasing after it. For example, if food is your thing, how many hours are we going over looking at food and then going into these restaurants, researching it? And if we really compare that to how much we love God or worship God or in His Word or in His presence, man... I'm not gonna try to bring judgment, but I really would like for you to think about this. Have we forsaken God for the sake of going after the things of this world, the philosophies of this world, the desires of this world? Where are we? And I know one thing for sure. The more we get into the things of this world, there is no end to its sinfulness and dysfunction. Look at this. Israel started with worshiping their God, the foreign gods, pagan gods, getting into some of the things that they do. And I'm telling you, it was a lot of um, sexual immorality or debauchery. There was a lot of those things going on in these religious practices. Here, it went to the point where, in verse 5, they built high places to Baal, to burn their children in the fires as offerings to Baal. That's crazy! You know the devil? He has no ends to sin and ugliness of the flesh. I mean, this is how delusional we can become if we turn our backs on the Lord. And for those who go after those things... God has to bring judgment, I mean, unless we want to die in those things. God is bringing judgment and he is making sure that he places certain things in our path so that we will not go into the ways of pagan or secular culture. So in closing, I would like to challenge you, has the popular culture or the things that are going on in this world, has it influenced you to the point where you have forsaken God? Whatever that is, I would like for you guys to think about it. I've been running away from God. I haven't been thinking about him and i've been consuming myself with instagram or facebook or whatever it may be my challenge to you is to just stop it just stop it cold turkey get if it's instagram get that out of your phone i have i i have been off of it for many many years and it's so liberating (laughs) i've been off of facebook for many many years so liberating Whatever it is, liberate yourself from those things so that you can focus on God. So with that, I would like to pray for you. Lord, I want to pray for my brothers and my sisters that there would be nothing that this culture or the devil throws at them that may constrict them from following after you. We pray, Lord God, if there are a few brothers and sisters who are struggling right now where they have forsaken you. I pray, Lord God, that this message will bring them to repentance and that they would return to you in love because you are a God of grace and love and you're waiting patiently, patiently for our return. So we pray your blessings over us in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>